You are listening to the Talking Tough Podcast, the world's toughest men and women at their most vulnerable. Their stories of triumph, their falls from grace, and their climb back to the top, to life. This is Rick Bassman here for Talking Tough on the Podcast One Network. Well, hey, everybody, Rick Bassman here for Talking Tough Live. Got two incredible guests on today. You know who they are. We'll bring them on in a minute or two. Uh, They're Diamond Dallas Page and Boss Rutten. So here live from three time zones today. I'm here on Maui, and it's another crazy day here. We've had huge storms all weekend. Uh, I have uh, three uh, young lady friends in visiting, two from Germany, one from Finland. So uh, it's been an opportunity to uh, be social and not so isolated for a couple of days, and and that's been nice. Uh, We have had all kinds of trees going down on the property. We have like up to 100-foot trees. And we tried to have someone scheduled to come cut some down. And Maui being Maui, it's always tomorrow, tomorrow. So, of course, they pick today, right this moment, to show up and cut these trees down. So you're going to be hearing probably some saws, some shouts of timber, and inevitably explosion of pit bull barking. So I apologize in advance. It's unavoidable. If I ask the guys to stop, I'll probably never see them again. So that is what it is, my friends. All right, really, really glad everybody here. Uh, in advance, I want to thank two longtime friends who have made themselves available at the same time today. And not only that, they have lent to us the ability to broadcast this live on their Facebooks. This is Diamond Dallas Page and Boss Rutten, of course. Addition, we're occurring live on the Hannibal, Hannibal TV at YouTube. So we expect to have a great audience out there. Our two amazing producers, John Paz from the two-man power trip, and Rachel Sartoris will be looking for comments and questions, and they'll be, uh, they'll be letting us know on occasion what some of your comments and questions are, and I'm sure Boss and Dallas Page will be happy to address those for you. All right, let's get to my guests. One more thing about me. I always love talking about me. I had a great day today, and part of that was my workout. Two things I'm really, really happy that I did today and feel so good about is I did my DDPY workout off the DDPY app, which I love. It's an amazing integrated app. Everybody should take a look at that DDPY. I also very blessedly received Boss Rutten's O2 trainer a couple of weeks ago, and it's absolutely changed my breathing. My lungs are compromised. I've had about 70% cut out from the lung cancer I used to have I'm years past it, but I've not breathed right for many years. So today I've done DDPY, I've done Boss Rutten's O2 trainer, and I feel great and ready for this podcast. Before I bring my guests on, please stay tuned afterwards. John Paz and the Hannibal will both be on with me. We'll be just deconstructing this conversation a little bit, previewing what's coming up. And so all that aside, so I feel like my two guests today and for the MMA and pro wrestling worlds that most of us live in, I mean, they're like, well, like the Al Pacino, Robert De Niro of that world, or, or the Mick Jagger, Paul McCartney of the rock and roll world. So who, who to introduce first? I guess we go in alphabetical order. It's the only way to do it. Two absolute uh, certifiable legends. Uh, first, my longtime friend, the WWE Hall of Famer and the iconic Diamond Dallas Page. What's up, baby? 
What's up? Hey, Dallas, good to see you, man. And the equally legendary UFC Hall of Famer, another good friend, I'm happy to say, Mr. Boss Rutten. Boom! Look at that. Hey. <laughs> That's where we are. Man, and it all it's all working so far. You know, I always say that we can send men to the moon and, and, and soon Mars, apparently, but it's tough sometimes getting this to work. So thank you, John and Rachel, behind the scenes, making it work. Thank you guys for being here. Dallas, how you doing, man? Man, I'm, I'm, I know it's all COVID. I've already, I kicked out. I got the COVID with my girl. I kicked out of it. And uh, I, everything's been going great since then. Uh, that did kick my ass for a couple of weeks. But uh, I got the free radicals. So I'm doing fucking amazing. <laughs> That's killer. Boss, how are you, my friend? Doing good, my friend. Nothing, uh, nothing exciting here. Uh, nobody had COVID with us. Maybe we might have had it in the beginning. My wife was sick for like eight days, really heavy sick. I go really fast. I was really sick one night. I was like with my clothes shivering in the bed, and the next day it was gone. So that might have been COVID because I just recoup really fast. So hopefully we had it. So now we got antibodies. Yeah, yeah, I yeah let, me, let, let, Rick, let me throw, let me throw something in, Rick. That boss, you might have had it, and because everyone I talk to. It's completely different. My yep. girlfriend, she's a lot younger than me. She got sick bad. Freezing. Cover, I, I, I put heating plans under her. Then she'd get 103 fever. Then I'd put ice on her. And I'd probably get hit by a truck. But I start to kick out. Then it was knocking back down. So, man, for what I've heard, there's so many different ways. You might already have it, dude. Might have yep. already had it. Yeah, you know, Dallas, that was my experience, too. I'm pretty sure I had it for about a week and a half, but it never got too bad. And and now it's gone. I feel great, largely thanks to you guys. And we're going to talk a lot about your, your fitness and lifestyle systems today. What, what I want to get on for a second is this. You know, I asked how you guys are doing. I know because I'm blessed to be able to talk to you guys from time to time. So I've kept up with you. One thing that always, you guys are so different. But one thing that's always struck me as a similarity between the two of you guys is no matter what's going on in your lives and no matter what's going on in the world around you, I've never known either one of you guys to be anything but 100% positive. And in, in my, I very much look up to both of you, your motivators. Um, you, you live your lives in a way that we all wish we could and, and are aspiring to. So what, what I really want to get into today is how, how do you maintain especially in this time when every, not everybody, so many people are bummed out. So many people are crying the blues. Hey, Dallas, what do you tell people out there that get on the phone or you see in person and they just are sad or start to complain or whatever it may be? You know, I get, I, I do that cameo stuff, you know, and probably 80% of the, the requests I get are people who do my program or, or fell off the wagon, or they want they 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 want some kind of pep talk, and I I just I just do what I do. I I tell people you know you want to get over being depressed, help somebody, and I know that sounds really simple, you know, but if you help somebody, and like it took eight years for DDY to become an overnight success, I helped so many people along that way. It didn't make it die, you know, and it's always like 
any of the re responses that I've gotten back from the, like the reviews from my talks to those people on COVID on Cameo, man, they are, they, they make me feel amazing because I made them feel good and gave them the, you know, I, I really focus on that repetitions of affirmations, you know, uh, what the story is I tell myself and everybody goes down. Me personally, I don't stay down. I go down and I try to come back up again, you know, and if you look at The Rock, Trump, Obama, Oprah, you know, LeBron James, Tom Brady, they all go down. They just don't stay down. And it comes down to the story you tell yourself. And that's what I really preach to people. You know, I want to I want to seize on that for a moment, especially the part when you say go help somebody. So there'll be people out there that will be watching this and they'll go. Well, Diamond Dallas Page, it's easy for you to say because you're this huge success. You can do whatever <laughs> you want. You have the resources. But I, I know it wasn't always that way for you. Right. And, you know, I, I myself, not long ago, was in about, you know, circumstantially at least, as low as you possibly could go. And I realized something at that point in time. You always have the ability to help somebody. And whether it's by making a decision to be really nice to the next five people you come across, in ever, any random encounter or looking for somebody on Facebook that's publishing, you know, their woes and reaching out and just lending an ear. So I, I love that advice. I, I think that's the best advice anybody can hear. So thank you for that. I love that. Yes, me too. Now, boss, I've known you for a long time now. Thankfully, it's been always awesome being friends with you and I, even though we've like, I was at your wedding, we've done some traveling together. I feel like I know you pretty well. Like we're friends. I can honestly say I have never seen you down or negative about anything. Is that how you always are? You know, I, I, I learned a, a, a line that I always used to live by because I was a, a very sick kid. I had a horrible skin disease. So I was the leper in school. I was the outcast. Nobody wanted to play with me. I had severe asthma attacks, weak in bed, not able to eat. So I was always the guest who was out there. And they said, how can you be so positive? I said, well, I had the eczema very prominent on my hands and my arms and my face. But I knew there were guys out there who had the same what I had on my hands and in my face from head to toe. And the asthma attack that I had for a week or eight days in bed, you know, every six weeks, five weeks or so, I knew there were guys out there who had it 365 days a year who actually had to move to like Switzerland or to the Alps, you know, to, to get the, the free air there. So there is always, so, if whatever problem you have, there's always somebody who has it worse than you. And that's something that I always live by, you know. And, and, and then on top of everything else, it's like, what is being negative going to do for you? If, if it would have helped me, I would have been negative, trust me. But you know what it does? It actually does the complete opposite. You know, you dig a hole and you go deeper and deeper and deeper. You know, staying positive, that's very important. I, I was one moment in my life, it was after my last fight in 2006. I didn't fight for seven years. I decided to take another fight on. Uh, I won the fight, but then uh, like a month after that, and I don't know what came, wh where it came from, I got depressed. And it was the first time in my life I had a depression. And that was went on for six weeks, eight weeks, and I was 
I was thinking suicide. I was thinking, you know, literally, I'm thinking, what, what if I would drive my car against this uh, this tree? You know, I go, oh, what the heck am I thinking? You know, and, and the way I got out of there, I said, come on, you're not that person. And I start writing down all the positive things in my life and all the negative things. And then you realize that the positive list is way longer than the negative list. And then you can easily get out of it. And then suddenly it disappeared. Like it came, it disappeared. When I see these commercials on TV with people who are depressed and sitting there, in the beginning, I would say, come on, man, be happy. But... I'm telling you, that was a very scary situation for me because I've never been there. Like you said, I've never been down in my life. And suddenly it got me. And uh, thankfully it got out of it. But uh, I feel for people like that. You know, it's not like, oh, just smile. You know, I hate it when people say that now to people who are depressed. Well, just it's think so, good thoughts. So yeah. <laughs> Makes it so easy. I know that well, you, know, you guys uh, are preachers. You live by example. But I, I want to ask you, Boss, as, as, as we would say in the pro wrestling world, to cut like a 30-second promo, both of you, preaching at the person. Let's get really extreme. Somebody somehow is watching this, but they're homeless. They're medically challenged. They're in pain. They have no resources. What do they do? Well, right, boss. Every, every person six feet under will trade places with you in a second. If they have the chance, whatever problem you have, they will trade places with you in a freaking heartbeat. And just think about that life. It's very interesting. Yes, we get in all kinds of troubles, but you can dig yourself out again. That's the thing about forgiving, you know, and, and own up, own up, whatever. If you did something wrong, own it, you know, and just make demands. And that's the only way to get out of it. Trying to hide it and staying away from it never works. I go to my favorite quote of all time. My favorite quote is, the repetitions of affirmations leads to belief. And once that belief becomes a deep conviction, things begin to happen. You guys know who said that quote? No. I, I, I do, but maybe you can get- But you, because you heard me say it before. This is, this is, this is, this is what he said. The guy who said that repetitions of affirmations, let's break it down first. The repetitions of affirmations can be really positive, but they can be really negative too. People who don't have any self-worth, people don't think they deserve it. You know, people who look down on themselves, people who talk, think of themselves as a piece of shit. And they, those people are everywhere. And what I try to do is change that story. Like when I went to get my whole thing induction i could have been in my head thinking what was i thinking i wrote a 27 minute speech they got me up first what if i forget where i am what if my ipad freezes what if i bomb like and i could have been in my head but that wasn't the story the story i was telling myself was this is going to be the greatest day in my life in professional wrestling i'm going to blow everyone away i'm going to make them laugh i'm going to make them cry i'm going to inspire them and I went out there, it was the best thing I've ever done in professional wrestling. So that repetition of affirmations leads to belief. And once that belief becomes a deep conviction, things begin to happen. Now, the guy who said that, this is his affirmation. I am the greatest. I'm the greatest of all time. Everybody knows who that is. Looks yeah. like a butterfly, stings like a bee. Nobody else but Muhammad Ali. But you knew as soon as you heard, I am the greatest. I am the greatest of all time. Like, the only reason we know that is because he just didn't say it to himself. 
He's there to everybody. And that's why I believe everything I've ever tried to do, I tell everybody about it right when I started. Because I have to see it. When I told people, when I told these two guys right back here, Jimmy Jam Garvin and Michael P.S. Hayes, that they wouldn't let me be a manager anymore in WCW. I had seven months left of my contract. And when Magnum TA told me that I couldn't be a manager anymore, I was like, thanks. What did I do wrong? I go, I'll fix it. He goes, you didn't really do anything wrong. I'm like, well, why can't I do it? He goes, the hair, the clothes, the bling, you know, this guy, you know, like, he's too much. He's, you know, I said, you tell me I'm too over the top for professional <laughs> wrestling, you know, and, and he goes, like I said, it's not your fault. It's just as a manager, you can't overshadow the boys. He said, what we should have done was put a pair of tights and boots on you and see if you could do this. Boss, I was 35 and a half at the time. I had Whoa. seven months left on my contract. I said, fuck this. I, I never got in this business to be in a manager or a color commentator. I got in the business to be one of the boys. And I went down and I trained. trained they beat the hell out of me. And it ain't your sport where you really get your ass beat. Whoa. But when, we're, when, when you're coming in, there's no time for mistakes. And you screw up a spot, you're going to get your head kicked off. And, yep. you know, it, it, I, I can tell you how many times I hit that mat in the beginning. And I thought to myself, this fake shit hurts like hell. You know? <laughs> so no one believed in me starting. But I did. And no one else had to. I tell people all the time, never underestimate the power you give yourself by believing in you. And boss, coming up the way you did, I know you think the exact same way. Yeah, but you know what, it's like, I, I did some pro wrestling in Japan, right? Uh, for uh, for New Japan. And I had in three fights, the first one I broke a disc in my back, I cracked the disc in my back, the second I ruptured an eyeball, and the third I ruptured my eardrum, which I couldn't fix because you can't fly for two weeks. And at that time I was flying every month to Japan. So there was no way I could fix it. I have my, my wife actually told me when I came back, she said, why don't you go back to real fighting? You never had these injuries. <laughs> People also they don't seem to understand this, right? You guys over 200 shows a year. Yeah. And you every single day. The falls are real. Everything is real. The chairs are real. Everything you get hit with. 200, over 200 times, many times more even a year. Trust me, you guys are way tougher than I'll, I always say. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> you know, I, boss, I don't know if you remember this, but we were on your show, I think it was Main Event Live on ESPN, yep. and people were sending in questions. And someone said, someone on Facebook said, DDP, if knowing how popular you know, ultimate fighting is right now, MMA is. Do you think if you would have been younger and you wanted to come in, would you have gone more towards the UFC, mixed martial arts, or would you have stayed in professional wrestling? And I said, well, unless you've got a serious pedigree in wrestling or jujitsu, like, you should never think of stepping in that ring with any of these guys. And boss, would you put your arms up? you like, Oh, you're the first guy that answered that truthfully. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> True. I can't yeah. imagine it. I'm an actor. You know, I'm a tough guy, but I'm an actor. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, guys. There, that's and that's one thing I admire so much about the both of you. Because I've I've been around both sports for so long now that I, I feel like I got a pretty solid understanding of them. They're both brutal. And look, boss, you you've been out for a few years now, being active as a fighter, Dallas, you as a wrestler. How many guys do you know? It's kind of a rhetorical question. How many guys do you know that are a few years past retirement and are as healthy as you guys and enjoying life as much as you guys? Because those sports take a toll. And then you guys have transcended it. There's not really a question in there. It's more of like kudos to you guys, man. It's pretty amazing. It's taking care of yourself, you know. It, it, it's really it, you know. If I see all my peers and, you know, they need surgery here and there are this, and you, you see they are not living healthy. You know, when we're young, we're crazy guys, you know. We party yeah. like because we go all in on everything, you know. So that means in, in fighting, I go all in. But, oh, babe, after the fight, I go all in on partying, you know. <laughs> and these guys, once you take the fighting away and you keep going with the partying, you're crushing yourself. I had the, the reason I took that fight in 2006 was because I was I was an alcoholic. I started drinking more and more and more and more. And then suddenly they came up and they said, hey, do you want to fight again? I said, I don't know. Give me two weeks to train to see if my injuries are there. And I'll train for two weeks. And I go, yeah, I'll do it. And my wife goes, are you crazy? You didn't do anything for seven years. I go, yeah, but you know what? It's going to stop me drinking because there's no way I can drink and I train. You know, and it works. <laughs> That's why I took the fight. Also for the money, of course, because it was the biggest payday I ever had because my biggest payday was $55,000 in the UFC, which at that time for a single fight was a lot because $60,000. It was. Right. right. So for yeah. me, that was good. But this was two twenty five. I go, like, whoa, I can't. You know, and that's why I have a pool now because I always wanted to pool. And I said, I'll take the fight. But the main reason was me to stop drinking. Yeah, I, I remember that well. You're talking about the uh, the Warpath fight that was supposed to be chemo, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember that well because that's when you and I really were spending some time together, like that deal in Florida, that crazy party we went to, and other things like that. Yeah. And then the fight came up, and you were supposed to fight chemo, of course, and chemo couldn't get passed through the commission. So I actually ended up bringing your opponent. I, I, I cornered opposite you that fight, boss. Nothing oh. personal, of course. Um, <laughs> I, I remember thinking this guy, I remember the condition you were in just a few short weeks before, thinking this guy is a freaking animal machine, man. Because you looked like the old boss Rutten when you got in the ring that day. It was amazing. Yeah, I felt I felt really good. The only thing is all my injuries came back, and that's why because everybody I was training with, I mean, I was training with the guys. Like top guys, and everybody goes like, "Dude, you got a new career." I go, "Yeah, this is crazy, right?" I mean, everything is coming back, so I felt great. And then suddenly, the first injury came, and the second, and everything that I had, and then some, <laughs> they all came back. I spent twelve thousand dollars on therapy before that fight. So if that fight, what chemo pulled out, I go, "Holy crap!" Because I was, I had no money, and there was no, I had no TV show. There was nothing that I had at the time. And I go, oh man, I'm completely screwed. I don't have any money now, and I'm 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 at twelve thousand uh, in the hole. So thankfully, uh, Warpath stepped up and he took the fight because all the guys, you know, like Dan Abbott and all these guys that say, oh, well, I want to fight him, fight him. Yeah. Well, we offered yeah. him after chemo, but of course, nobody wants to take the fight. Now suddenly it was thankfully Warpath. Everybody and, uh, was running. He saved my butt. He's a good guy. Warpath, if you're out there, hey, yeah, he's an awesome guy. Warpath's an yep. amazing, amazing dude. So, boss, I want to go back to. 
set you up for that 30 second promo for people that are out there. I want, I want to give you guys a, a quick example or story. You both know I'm really into the pit bulls and the pit bull rescue world. And I get a lot of messages and it's always the same. Oh, I love my dog more than anything, but I need to give them up because. And then there's some, usually, this sounds judgmental. I apologize. It's some usually half-ass excuse. Oh, I'm moving or I got a new job. And I want to go, you shouldn't have got a fucking dog in the first place then, right? So I, I try not to go there, but I do. I take it personally. I got a message a couple of weeks ago through a mutual friend, a girl named Sadist, who was a UPW wrestler, saying a friend of mine needs to rehome her two pit bulls. Well, it was my friend, so I got on the phone with the girl. The girl's homeless. She still is today while we're talking. She is on her 14th spinal surgery coming up. Uh, and, oh, my God. Oh, my God. This girl is in bad, bad shape. And I started looking at her posts online and talked to her. And she is all about, here is what I am doing to improve my situation in life. Here is what I am doing to look at my situation in a way where I can help myself and help others. So I'm like, wow, I want to help this girl. And what I want to point out, anybody out there listening, my experience, if you help yourself, people will want to help you. So go, go the positive route, please. And, yeah. and boss, what would you tell people? Well, for, <clears throat> you put, your, put yourself in the number one spot because you already said it. You know, like people say, who do you fight for? I said, for me. Oh, you don't fight for your family? No, that brings too much pressure on me. If I fight for me and I don't give a crap what other people say, then I fight the best because I don't have any pressure because I just fight the best I can be, you know, and I, I don't have to, oh, I have to win because otherwise I, I, I don't win more money and I don't, my family's beat. No, no, forget about that. I forget about what people say. <clears throat> it starts with you. You need to have an ego because once you're healthy, that's when you can help other people. You know, and, and, and the thing that is, no, I don't want to go too completely crazy on it, but uh, the, the, the Bible, right? Matthew, Matthew, uh, what is it? Matthew 5, 1 to 7. That was the first time I heard. It's like, hey, uh, why do you try to uh, pull out the, the, the little speck in your brother's eye while you have a beam in your own eye? Why don't you get rid of your own beam first so you can see clearly and then you can remove the speck from your brother's eye? Now, that that is how we all are. You know, we all tell people, oh, you shouldn't drink, you shouldn't drink. And at night, we're drinking. You know, we all, it's also easy to say, but nobody lives by it. So once I read that, I go, whoa. That's a big quote. So that's what I'm doing nowadays. You know, it starts with you. You need to be healthy because if you're healthy, you can help people. And that's that's my rule, I guess. Let, that's that's awesome. Um, and uh, it brings for, me to, I want to go into what you guys are doing professionally. I know you're both doing a ton of things, but I, I want to talk about particularly the things I got to personally take advantage of today, which are the programs you have both developed and which are, like inspiring and improving the lives of so many people. So, boss, you you have the boss written O2 trainer. Can, can you really quickly explain to those who may not know what it is? It's an adventure I came up with. Uh, I want to know what it is. Oh, you got to get <laughs> one of these, Dallas. It's crazy. You know, yeah, it's it's it, it's like the stuff. I, I knew it was good because it cured me from my asthma within three weeks. Then my buddy from Holland cured him and his asthma for eight days. He's selling them in Europe right now. Right away, he called me and said, "I want to sell them." And now I have pulmonologists buying it, and now and, and they get it from the insurance. So now it's getting it's getting traction because people know it's not a gimmick. It looks very simple, but it's I always say it's a, so is a weight. A weight looks simple, but it can transform your body. That's the same. This is weight training for your breathing uh, muscles. People go breathing muscles. I go yeah because your lungs. Guess what? There's not one muscle in your lung. Zero. You know, so your lungs are just two bags hanging there. 
if your body cannot expand, then you cannot open up your lungs. So the muscles to open up is your, is your diaphragm, and it's the outer intercostal muscles, which are the muscles in between your ribcage. That's how you expand your chest. And the more you expand your chest, the easier for you is to fill up your lungs. And now everybody breathes shallow, only on top. That's why if you see lung disease and you ask any pulmonologist, you know, if they, they look at the uh, lung and they show this is where all the diseases are. It's like 75% on top. Everything of everything is on the top, above 75%. Because nobody breathes like they're supposed to breathe. This training device will force you to breathe the correct way. And by the way, if say nobody knows how to, 95% of the people breathe wrong. That's that. Those are tests are done. Ninety-five percent of the people, because it takes more pressure for you, like eight to twelve pounds, to open up on the bottom, and only one to three pounds on the top. So everybody's breathing shallow. That's why people with anxiety they get. You know, that's why it's helping so good for people with anxiety because I'm training those muscles, <clears throat> those twelve pounds of breathing muscles. That average body has ten pounds of breathing muscles. So if you're already a big guy, you have more. But those muscles you cannot work out. So you can train whatever you want to do. Once you get tired. Uh, your muscles, the, the breathing muscles need oxygen. It pulls it away from your limbs and it go to your breathing muscles. That's what gassing is. You will hear any pulmonologist say that. Gassing, that feeling is oxygenated blood leaving your limbs go to support your breathing muscles. Now, this thing updates your breathing muscles. And now suddenly you always breathe the correct way using your belt. I had people who broke their running time the next day after they used it once. They go like, this is BS. I said, it's not because they were breathing wrong. They were raising their shoulders. Four to six of these breaths is the same as one belly breath. Think about that. If you see a fight of me, I just posted that on a private Facebook page that I have, Boss Rutten's O2 Bootcamp. Go to that. There's a, there's a video on there. For me, in 1996, I'm doing an, um, a fight, a world title fight, and I'm in the corner like this, <laughs> and I won. I, I knocked him out afterwards, but I got look at that video. I was a professional athlete, and I didn't know how to breathe. That If I would run out of gas, it was because I just simply couldn't catch up anymore. That right now is completely gone. I can go as hard as I can. I go like literally after the round. My God, this is so crazy. It is so insane by simply breathing the correct way. And now it's helping asthma, COPD, anxiety, PTSD. I mean, back problems. Who the hell knew that back problems hit because it aligns your back if you breathe the correct way. It massages your diaphragm, massages your intestines. I mean, all the things that it's doing right now is just bizarre. It's the gift that keeps on giving, I'm telling people. Well, man, I, I got to tell you that, you know, you said somebody said it's bullshit. It's so not bullshit. I, I am such a believer now. I'm on day 10 of my first 30-day program. Um, I am watching the videos and reading uh, the, the O2 site to make sure I'm doing it. It's not hard, though. It's very little work to watch the videos and understand what it is you have to do. And again, with 30% of lung, that's all I have in my body because 70 were cut out. I told myself, admittedly, a negative self-speak for decades, you will never breathe right again. You will never have error or endurance again. And man, 10 days in, I feel... Two days in, I felt a real difference. Yep. Ten days in, I absolutely feel like I can breathe deeply again. I feel my condition improving because of it. And you're right. It, it's calming also. So it is. It is can I ask a question? Thing. Can I ask a question? Hey. Boss, boss yes. is, is it an apparatus? Is it an apparatus that you're wearing? Or is it just a method of your teaching how to breathe. What What is it exactly? No, it's an apparatus. So I'll, oh, as Rick is going to get it, I guess, because otherwise I was going to run and he's getting it, I think. It's Perfect. just a device. Perfect. It's a very simple thing, man. It's like there's two sides on. There's a mouthpiece you put in your mouth and there's two openings. Right. And one opening uh, has, uh, has a flap. So if I breathe out, the flap opens up. 
if I breathe in, the flap closes and it forces you to breathe to the other side. That other side comes with 14 different settings from one millimeter till to two, to three, to four, till 15 millimeter. So gradually, slowly but surely, you can decrease the size that you start training. Listen, it's a workout. Like people go like, it takes four minutes a day. People go, oh, that's easy, four minutes. You're going to feel this. I have people buying it now because they're getting abs. They never could abs before, and now they're getting abs because it's a core workout. You're really going to feel this. And especially breathing exercise too, which is your back breathing muscle. People go like, back breathing muscles. Yeah, guess what? You never use those. I never use those. Once I start incorporating those, Dude, I mean, my stamina is just bizarre. I, I would almost say it's better than I was finding, and I train stamina once a week. I'm not lying. I swear I put a little lie detector test. I will tell everything that I said. I will verify the lie detector test. It's just a really amazing thing. So so, so you're wearing it in your mouth. Rick, show me what it looks it's like when it's in your mouth. It's really simple. This is the, the mechanism. You breathe right here. These are, okay. This is where you put the different attachment with the different millimeter sizes to make it. So that makes it bigger or smaller. There. That makes it bigger yep. from here to there or something, right? Okay. One millimeter to so fifteen. One, two, are you wearing five, it? No, you just you, put it. Are in you wearing it while you're doing? You can, you can so, do that. But what? Once we, I got in contact with the guy. Okay, so this is a really fast story. So they wrote a really bad review about my competition. And I knew that was bad because they control the air in with resistance and out with resistance. The problem with that is if you do it simultaneously, you cannot never completely exhale. You can never completely inhale because it's with resistance. So I knew the power right. to success was only the inhale, the inspiratory muscles. So uh, slowly but surely what you're doing is you start, let's say, with uh, number 10. Okay, I'll give you an example. In 2018, I start doing it daily. 30 repetitions you need to do only. It took me three minutes and 45 seconds to, to complete 30 repetitions. So April last year, I made a video. And you can go back on my on my Facebook page. You can see the video from 2018 that I'm not lying. You know, so I went from three minutes, 45 seconds. I went much stronger. I got better resistance. But then just for fun in April last year, I said, you know what? I'm going to put that same uh, uh, hole on it and see what I what time I do it now. 55 seconds. So I went from three minutes, 45 to 55 seconds. I had a 75% increase, 100% too. You can all check this because I post every single day. I post, I might have missed 14 or 40 in, in, in two and a half years. But for the rest, I'm, I'm, I got a habit and I'll never break the habit, but it's doing just wonders for me. My whole core comes to the front now. I, I can literally feel the way my lungs work. It's a vacuum. If I breathe in, I literally feel the vacuum pulling open my lungs to the inside. I have such a good control. I went to Belize at Greenwich, a world-renowned doctor. She can measure my breathing at 182%. She's never seen anything like it. I, will I, she, I, she, I promise you, boss, I'm going to do it because I, I have pretty good breathing because of my program, but... That puts a whole different twist on it. So I want you to hook me up with it, and I and I will put it out there, bro. You know, because uh, I'm always looking for that next edge. You know, that's going to help me hold back the hands of time. I'm going to be yeah. 65 in another three months. So I, I'm not thinking about for the last 10 years. I've been telling everybody I'm not preparing for 65 because I'll be here tomorrow. Now. It is here tomorrow in another yeah. three months. I've been preparing, though, for 75, 85, 95, and believe it or not, 105. Because I'm throwing it out there. I'm not going to cut myself off. Yeah. But yeah. I'm not going to be that guy 
who can't get around and can't do lift my foot over my head and have a conversation with you. I'm not, I'm going to be in, I walk the talk just like you do. So whenever I see something that especially something to do with the breath, I'm all over it, bro. So, you know, hook me up with that. And I will definitely, uh, I will definitely use it without question. 100%. You know, the, you have the Wim Hof method, the Belize French, the breathing, all these people, they're buying it now because guess what? Your breathing becomes stronger. You, the, the Wim Hof method, all these breathing things, they cannot work out your breathing muscles. It's really good for you. Right. I'm not saying that. But imagine now you update your breathing muscles and then you do the Wim Hof breathing and then you do the Belize French breathing and then you do all that stuff. It increases everything. So that's why Belize French, she's a world-renowned doctor. She put it in her book. She put it in her freaking book. Use the O2 trainer. She's telling people right now. When she measured my chest, and I knew what she was doing. She measured my chest expansion. First time she goes, mm. ah, do it again. She did it again. And she says, wait. She walks out, comes out with another doctor, comes back with another doctor. She says, if I don't bring him, he's not going to believe it. Because you just blew our record like sky high. Normally, they the breathing expansion, they they, they might might uh, break it by like a quarter of an eighth of an inch. You went over two inches. She said, I've never seen anything. <laughs> So yeah, <laughs> the only thing yeah. I do different is the O2 trainer. So yeah, you guys, oh, awesome. in the interest of complete transparency, I knew this would be a fun show just because you guys have such fun personalities. Um, but I thought it would be really cool to have you both on together because, in my not so humble opinion, you both created things that are already already helping hundreds of thousands, if not more, and ultimately will help if if there's any justice in this world will ultimately help like tens of millions. And you're you're both great guys. And I'm such a believer like in collaboration. And and even though each of you individually is, is so strong and so successful, I'm a big believer in the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. And yep. I thought maybe if you guys were together talking about this, who, who knows what could result from it? Well, look at the page, man. Look at what you did. I mean, making people walk again. Think about that. You know, you, you're talking about your cameos and people saying how great it is it. I do the cameos too. It's freaking awesome to read that. But to make a person walk again who couldn't walk or wore some crutches before, I mean, that is life-changing, you know. And that's what you did. And not with one person, with, like, a lot of people. It's, uh, right now, we got, uh, if you, you know, Daddy, you're going to get on Amazon Prime. <laughs> Boss, check out my, my new documentary we have out. It's called Relentless. And that pretty much... It's a story from me blowing my back out 20 years ago and having three spine specialists tell me I'm never going to wrestle again. And I just signed the big three-year multi-million dollar contract and I never got paid before that, ever. So now they're telling me if I don't go back in the ring, the contract you know, in six months will be gone. Plus, I just got to the dance. You know, starting at 35, having my career blow up at 40, and then at 42, they tell me it's over. So that's where we start relentless. And what's really cool is we literally have footage from 17 years back on this journey of me trying to not heal my own body because DDPY put me back in the ring three months later, which is a combination of yoga rehab, old school calisthenics, and dynamic resistance, which is just time under tension. So having a, a workout that literally put me back in the ring, I knew it was going to have to do the rest of my life. So we started documenting everything, never thinking it was going to be a documentary. 
We just were documenting it for just time, you know, making videos and stuff. And my crew put together this 20-year documentary that shows me blowing my back out to where it is today. And about six, I guess it would be seven, 17 years ago, I decided to make it a business and try to make a living out of it. And I wrote a book called Yoga for Regular Guys. And from there, that gave us like a credibility factor. And then from there, we started our first DVDs and then our second and built up for, for nine years, well, really eight years, we didn't make anything. Like I had $548,000 of my own money in the damn thing. And it looked like it was never going to happen. But that disabled veteran you were talking about, I had worked with him in 2007. And my business partner, Steve Yu, just redid the video and gave it a little bit more music and a little more timing. And that was in 2012. And our company at that point was renamed DDP Yoga. It ain't your mama's yoga. And that's what me and you talked when I was on your show. And Arthur's video went viral. And in one month, we did $900,000. So I knew that affected people that they were going to, you know, they believed in what they saw. And that was eight and a half years ago. And, uh, being on Shark Tank, the resurrection of Jake the Snake. Anybody's watching out there, if you're ever a fan of Jake Roberts, or if you just have addiction in your family. On Amazon Prime is our documentary, The Resurrection of Jake the Snake. And our newest one that came out five days ago, uh, six days ago, Relentless, uh, is up there. And just Google Diamond Dallas page, it'll come up. And if you watch a documentary, please leave a review because that gets you on the front page of Amazon. So people who aren't really looking can come across the documentary and we already have 224 reviews in five days. Hey, uh, and hey, unbelievable. My, unbelievable. My review that I wrote of it to you. It's pretty short. Sure, man. Sure. So I, I, I watched it sure. <laughs> ago, the night the night it uh, debuted, and for, I want to say quickly, it wasn't long after I, I called you because I've been doing DDPY on and off for years, and the only reason it's been off is my my lack of I guess discipline or my excuses that my spine was too shot to do it. And I, I called you, and you were good enough to take my call, and I asked you a question. I said, Dallas, I go, I think my spine's going south again. I've started doing DDPY again for a few months now, and I love it doing up here at my home. But I'm wondering if, is this something I should be doing or not be doing because of my back and my spine? And you said, <laughs> by all means, you go, hell, man, it'll help you. And you know what? That, that turned a switch in my head because I knew it had been helping me. I don't know. I was probably feeling sorry for myself, which is why I even called in the first place. But, man, DDPY has helped me so immeasurably. And, and I, I just love it. And I want to read the review that I wrote of Relentless. It's very short, again. And it just says this. 
Is your physical fitness shut down during this pandemic? Or are you in too much pain to even try? That's me. Um, or I thought that was me. Are you just stuck in are you just stuck in life and could use some honest to God motivation to jumpstart everything? Then watch Diamond Dallas Pages Relentless Now on Amazon Prime. It's the best hour and three minutes I've spent all year. And dude, it's the truth. So uh Thank you for DDPY and thank you for Relentless, man. I need to know one thing. Do you watch it before the 31st or did you watch it after? Uh, <laughs> I watched it before the 31st. Good. That's good. The best <laughs> of all year was the entire year. Yes. <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah, man. Changing lives, brother. I love it. So I uh, just got is- a note from Rachel one of our two amazing producers saying they've been sending us questions and comments, but we're ignoring them. Oh my gosh. We have a lot of people watching this, you guys. Um, I haven't, uh, I haven't looked until now, but yeah, there's a lot. Do you mind if I throw you guys a couple of things real quickly? Go for it. Yeah, sure. Tennessee Tim says he's been sober for eight days. He's asking if he can get a bang to keep him motivated. Um, Well, I've gotten a lot of great, you know, feedback from guys with PTSD, you know, because because of Jake, and because, you know, I helped him, you know, get off of booze and coke and crack. Um, I think any kind of exercise is great. I mean, any kind of exercise is great because it de-stresses you. Uh, the deal with my program: if you go to ddpy.com, you can pull up the app that we have there. It's seven days for free. It costs you nothing to try it. Uh, got motivational Mondays every Monday. Got fabulous Facebook Fridays every Friday. All of it is geared around inspiring you to believe in yourself 100%. Every week there's another workout. Our workouts start in bed. So you can't tell me you can't do it. Mm-hmm. Like They're called bed flex. They get you ready to sit in a chair. Chair force. They get you ready to hold on to a chair, stand strong, and then you go to beginner all the way to crazy psycho extreme shit. And I've got, I just don't tell you what to eat. I cook it for you. And I might do it with my daughters or my girlfriend, one of my favorite chefs. And we cook healthy food that tastes fucking amazing. So go there and try it, bro. Cost you nothing. To try go to dpy.com and give it a shot. That's how I look at it. Killer. That's awesome. Thank you. And can Tennessee Tim get that bang? Bang! <laughs> there you go. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Just a couple of comments. I thought I'd read them because they're nice. Uh, this is a breath of fresh air. Great vibes for 2021 legends forever young and strong. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. You, gotta, you gotta love stuff like that um oh okay dallas here's another one for you can ddp i already know the answer to this but i'm gonna throw it to you can ddpy yoga help someone that drives over the road semis and heavy equipment <laughs> when you get off the road i <laughs> <laughs> right. so, I. 
on a thing for like if you're ready to comply all the time, you're back, you're back. Everything is not we're not meant to be like that. We're meant to be like this. And all my shit is all about opening up whole body. Pull over to the side of the road. Diamond bent-legged barbacks and catchers. And then when you get you're going, you know, get out there and do turbo. And boss will be the first one to agree with me on this. If you don't stay mobile, you're fucked. You know, you you got to keep being mobile or you're just going to get... I know friends of mine who can't lift their arms past here anymore because they just stopped. Yep. They should be here. They got to keep moving. Break up the scar tissue. And you got to eat real food, not shit. Yeah, but, but Thank it's you also, for that. This guy, if he's driving semis and he's in his truck the whole day long, you know, for him, if you work, if I don't work out, I can memorize, my memorization is down, everything is down. It immediately, can, if I memorize something every day, so I take a paragraph from whatever it is and I memorize that. That's the thing that I Good do move. to keep my mind. And sometimes when I go up the hike up the hill, I'm trying to up the hike the hill and it's not really working. And once I'm up the hill and it's a really strong hike and I go down, now I had that workout. I mean, it's in five minutes. It's in my head. I mean, that's a difference. So, so a person like that who needs focus on the road because of the big semi, you know, you can make some crazy accidents. He for real has to do the DDP yoga, you know, because it's that that will keep his mind sharper, which makes it safer, and uh, so he comes home again to his family. Right. That's huge. Guys, the, the, the Guardian of Chaos is saying much respect to Boss and DDP. Thanks, Rick. You're welcome. And he's saying, Boss, loved you, and here comes the boom. I saw that, and I, I thought you're li like yourself, Dallas. You guys, you're, you're really natural actors, uh, both of you. Um, boss, anything coming up, or is that just not in your... Um, is that not in your sights right now, the acting world? I, I, I was going to come up to do a, a number two of a movie that the first one did really well. And that was going to be a badass part for me. Uh, and then COVID hit. It was originally, it was supposed to do March this year, last yeah. year. So uh, COVID hit. So hopefully, you know, it's postponed simply because they will make a second one. And because of the first one did very well. And I cannot say which one it is, but... Once, once that happens, I would love to because then I did a comedy, a big one, and hopefully this is a good part as well in the badass movie. And, and uh, Rick, you, you know about, you remember a couple of years ago when I started filming that uh, series, Guardians of Justice, Absolutely. and it finally it got picked up by uh, Netflix. It got picked up by Netflix, and I'm thinking probably... They say they say uh, spring, but I think it's going to be closer to summer, twenty twenty one. That'll be out. It's a very dark, dark, dark superhero uh, um, series that um, it's never been anything like it, man. Like the fight scenes are like playing video games in nineteen eighty seven. You've never seen anything like it for real, you know, for any kind of action fighting um, and it becomes like a graphic novel and then becomes live and then back to a cartoon to uh, I, I can't even explain it because there's so much going on, but the Adi Shankar is a fucking genius and he took something that was just could have been ordinary 
and it's made it super special. And I think people are going to be really surprised when they see it. Freaking awesome. What's your name? God, the Guardians of Justice. Guardian. Yeah, I'm looking Guardians of Justice. You, you guys both have so much going on in your lives right now. Is it, is it even possible for each of you to like identify what your greatest professional goal in life is? Oh, you know, yeah. If I okay, so I did um, I did a season of Kevin Can Wait the comedy, the sitcom, uh, with Kevin James, and uh, oh, I love that. That, <laughs> that was uh, I think that could have been the best job I've ever had. I mean, because you're laughing all day long, it's comedy. You know, you're reading the script. It starts with the script. You're already dying when you read the script, and then you realize that every single thing they say. That's why you can watch those over and over again because every time you recognize it that, oh that's a joke that was a joke that was a joke because pretty much everything is a joke and you know so the amount of times that you break character because you can't stop laughing and, and you know it is so much fun to do a show like that plus the sitcom the hours are really not like you have my body for mindhunter Holt McCallany he's the lead actor on that show on Netflix mindhunter and he he's 16 hour days six uh -huh. days a week and he looks at me and he, he was talking about it. It's four o'clock. He's in the, in the in the makeup chair and he's talking about this whole thing. And then he, at the end, he says, how, how is yours? I said, oof, yeah, hard, hard too, man. I said, okay, so what's your Monday? I said, Monday. Oh, uh, Monday we have a table read. And he goes, and then what? I said, then we go home. And he goes, oh, uh, how long does it take? 30 minutes. Okay, Tuesday. I said, that's that's like a full two hours, two and a half hours of work, you know, blocking. And he's, are you serious? I go, this, I'm telling you because... You know, you're playing it for an audience as well. So every time a joke doesn't work, they change the they change the the, the the dialogue. You know, so that's the one thing you have to constantly be updated because don't stick with a certain thing because they constantly switch it. And then to do it on Fridays in the evening in front of a live audience, like 500 people are there, dude, it felt like I was fighting again. You know, like mm. you have that little nerve, feel great, and then you have instant reaction. If you crack a joke, people freaking dying. You know, it, it's it's. As a really good feeling. I said, that could be one of the best uh, jobs I ever had. Oh, that's awesome, man. I've never, I've been to those shows, but I've never been in one. That's super cool. I would love to try that. It's like dealing with a live audience, you know, that's, as you know, there's no better adrenaline than that. Yep. That really that's is. That's why I can't, that's why I can't believe some of these kids today in WWE and AEW, and, like not being in front of people. Oh my God. UFC yeah. guys, I mean, the, the people take away so much of the pain, right? Yeah. I mean, with the, with the adrenaline, and you're still yeah. going to have adrenaline no matter what, especially in a fight, uh, especially UFC. But those people, especially when it comes to professional wrestling, I'm looking for them to react to what I'm doing out there. I was so glad. I wrestled last year at this time. Actually, I think it was middle of January, uh, and I came back for one match, and it was so much fun, and it's at the end of Relentless, and the funny thing about the documentary Relentless was that we were done, like last August, and September, October, November, December, I'm like, why haven't we got this out there? Because we were so busy, we kept getting sidetracked, and I'm like, we got to get Relentless out there, and we just didn't. And then it came time to do that match with AEW. And the next morning when I woke up, I looked at my girl Paige and I said, I know why we haven't released 
relentless. And she goes, why? Why? You, you've been wanting to get that out for months. I go, because this has to be in it. Like this, <laughs> this moment, me being 63, almost 64 years old, out there doing it and, you know, jumping off the top of the whole deal, like it's got to be in there because it proves everything I'm talking about. So, uh, yeah, that uh, that whole live thing is uh, super cool. <laughs> and then, and then take, taking the live out of the equation for a moment, which I know has got to be the greatest rush. Talking about how you guys inspire people personally and, and, and one-to-one, if you will. Here's a comment from my Facebook. Boss, you are a badass, awesome guy and an inspiration. DDP, I can walk. Thank you. And, uh, I mean, th think about that for a second. Yeah. And then you've got another one, uh, Dallas, that says, five years sober, thanks to DDP. Man, I know you guys can go out in front of audiences. You've done that and moved thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands at, at a time. But does it ever, do you guys ever sit back? And I'm not asking yeah. you to put yourselves over or brags. I know you guys don't do that. But do you ever sit back? for a moment and take credit for the fact that you actually change individual lives. What does that feel like? You go with, I mean, you no, know, it's, a, it, it's, I, I try not to take it too seriously and I, and I really don't uh, because I'm just blessed that, you know, um, I've been able to connect with people and I, 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 I keep going back to it. Like relentless is like, it, that shit shows the best, of of what I've been able to do. And the two things I'm the most proud of is the resurrection of Jake the Snake because of everything that happened in that dock and then Relentless because those are a combination of everything that I did that really meant anything. And that's going to be, I think, the legacy that I'm going to leave behind. You know, it's that, you know, it, it's, I think I'm really selfish, to be perfectly honest. Because helping people, and I know Boss, and I know Rick, and you understand this, friggin' helping people makes you feel so good about you. Yep. And that's the whole thing most people, they don't understand that. Like, no, trust me. Even go down to the, the old Boy Scout walking the, the old lady across the street. You know, it's like, it's so much deeper than that. I, I reach out to people all the time that are doing my program. There's this face called on Facebook. It's just DDP Yoga, one word. And it started with one person. It was a member site. Then there was five. Then there was 10. Now there's 55,000 people. They all help each other. Yeah. The community, uh, we just did, community man. We, we, we just started the million dollar positively unstoppable. That's what this book is. I put this out last year, two years ago. And the art of owning it, we started the Positively Unstoppable Million Dollar Challenge. Anyone can go right now, go to PositivelyUnstoppable.com and sign up for a chance to win a million dollars. Now, what's guaranteed? Third place, 5000 Second place, 10000 First place, a chance to win $1 million. And there's 100 books there. You pick the one that's got a million, you win a million. The the least amount of money you win, twenty five thousand. This year we just finished 
bringing everybody and putting it all out at Christmas time, who were the winners were, I couldn't pick three people because these people that came and joined this contest, it was tens of thousands of them. We got it down to 10 and then we got it down to four. I couldn't make it three. I couldn't make it three. So third place, my business partner, Steve, goes, are you going to split it in half? I go, no. We're going to give them both 5000 So we gave both the third place people th uh, uh, $5,000. Second place, uh, uh, $10,000. Like I said, first place, guaranteed $25,000. Here's how we judge it. Physical transformation from January till October 31st, six months. Pick your six months and document it all. Like, it's got to be, like, really documented. So every one of those four people over their six-month period had a ridiculous transformation. So now we're going for this. We're going for mental transformation, owning it, the six-inch piece of real estate between your ears. What is the story you tell yourself? How have you changed from here to here? All four of them had unbelievable transformations. So we go to documentation. And the two guys, they took their pictures, they took their measurements, little bit of footage. They ended up in third place. A girl named, and they, they were um, um, Scotty Jorgensen, who we also called Boots, Justin Dobbins, and listen to this. Two years, uh, 23 months ago, Justin was 6'7", 698 pounds. This Jeez. video is up on our site. In one year, on his own, walking and dieting, like we're doing, like eating really clean food, he lost 170 pounds and walking. That's what he was doing. But his body's so beat up, he couldn't be walking anymore. It was hurting him too bad. So he started our program. In the next, it would be a total of 23 months, Justin lost 401 pounds in 23 months. Now, Whoa. over the six-month period, he lost, uh, I think, 82 pounds in that six period. But like I said... He didn't really, he wasn't in it to win it. He was there to motivate people. He was not, not any of these four people got in it for the money. They got in it to yeah. friggin' be accountable, to friggin' to help each other. And none of them thought they were finalists. None of them. But Scotty and Justin were both third place finalists. Uh, Caitlin Kay, she was in the contest the year before. She lost 30 pounds this year in that six-month period. She lost 72 pounds. Looks <laughs> amazing. She documented so much of her stuff, but there was only the only girl who beat her, it was by very little, was a girl named um, um, Candy Heron. Candy, Candy McCarthy Heron. And this girl started the contest on April 31st. So the last six months, not thinking she was going to win anything. 
over that six months period, she not only documented just about everything, and I'm talking about her workouts, putting one position next to another and how she couldn't do this, and then boom, how she could do that. You know, like one of her things was like, she's holding, she can't hold her foot up. She can't hold the right here. And then all of a sudden, she's got her foot. And then she's got her foot. Damn. Can't even hold up. Sneakers are too tight. And then all of a sudden, she can hold her foot overhead and balance herself. So she documented everything. And she ended up being it. our winner. But yeah, all four of them came in. I want to say, listening to this, and you, you've already got to what I was thinking about immediately, and it was this. Almost like, forget the prize money. I mean, it's great to make a million bucks. Nothing wrong with that. But forget the prize money. Just think about anybody doing this. The benefits they're gonna they're gonna get from it. So it so whoever coming in late or not paying attention, where exactly do they go to to get the best representation of what you're discussing? What's the URL? The two the two things I would say: you want to try a program, ddpy.com, okay. and sign up, get the app, and again, seven days for free. If you want to join that contest. PositivelyUnstoppable.com. You can join everything, all the information. Be at both right. places. And uh, there, thank you. There's and, and by the way, uh, viewers, listeners, uh, the URLs are running across the screen the entire show. You can see where to go for more on Dallas Page, where to go for more on Boss Rutten. Um, you guys have been huge contributors to my life and, and so many. I, I've kept you over an hour already, but a couple more things I wanted to jump around to. Real quickly, do you guys have a couple more minutes? Yes, I, I only got a couple because my old lady's young. Okay, here we here we go. <laughs> come <to> eat. <laughs> I, I, I want to do a call out here. Uh, I don't know for sure, but I'm guessing that my good friend Butterbean is probably watching us tonight. Now, truly one of my best friends on this planet, one of the best human beings I've ever known. Butterbean, just of his own invention has lost 100 pounds over the past few months. He wants to lose Good more for him. and get back in shape. Can can Dallas Page and Boss Rutten team up and pummel Butterbean back into shape? I would love to see that, man. That would be, it'd be an amazing story, too. Well, well, we're going to get him an auto trader for sure. So he's got, and he, I know he's got abs. We talked to him last week. <laughs> he starts <laughs> feeling abs there. Yeah, no, I love that guy. I uh, I spent some time with him in Prince George. I remember that in uh, in uh, in Canada. But uh, he's uh, he's he's one funny man. So yeah, for sure, I would uh, love to. Yeah, and Dallas, better being being like your next Arthur. I can really see that. The guy is such a stud. It's all in there. Just a little push in the right direction, and I know he's going to be like a shining example. Well, like I said, hook it up, Rick. Hook it up. Boss, I really want to get hooked up with your uh, your oxygen uh, thing. I really I want that. So uh, let's uh, do me a favor. I'll, I'll get Rick's. I'll get your number from Rick, okay? Yep. And I'll give you a call yep. tomorrow, and you can hook me up, right? And anything no you need before yep. I'm there. Rick, I got to go, bro. My old lady's yelling to me. Great to see you guys. Appreciate right, everything. See ya. <laughs> Bang! Dallas. <laughs> Dallas Page, thank you, man, for being on. And, and 
Boss, man, thank you. You're you've been such a huge inspiration to me and and, and to so many. And uh, as always, I'm glad we're back in touch on, on such a regular basis. It's a it's a privilege and a blessing both. Thank you for that for being a good friend. And uh, man, I am looking forward to what you do in the next, uh, seeing what you do in the next five and ten and and thirty years, however long it may be. So. Uh, well yeah, if you look at the page, I mean, freaking 63 years old. He looks freaking awesome, right? I mean, uh, and the way he just had pulled his leg up, whatever, yeah. you know? So uh, I love seeing that kind of stuff because you know that he not only does, uh, he not only sells a program, he's doing it himself every day because he believes in it. And I think that's also, because to come back to, to something, they say, how would you know? I say, well, I believed in it so much since when it cured my, my, for my master, my DO2 trainer, you know, I'm all in because I know what it can do, you know. And, uh, and once you have that, uh, if, you, if you understand that it can change lives, you want everybody to know. And it, it took a long time. And it's the same with him. I think I'm like $450,000 down with all the patterns and the continuation patterns and the world fight this. And, and I'm so happy that I patented it now because of all the success it has. You see, but if there was a moment in time that I go like, oh, maybe I'm going to have to hang it up. You know, because, uh, but man, it's so good. But why don't people not see it? Yeah, because it looks stupid. It's a, like a little thing. But then suddenly it's part. So that's the same with uh, Dallas. It happens the same yeah, thing. This, yeah. thing. this thing is a blessing, man. It, it, it really is a yeah. blessing. And I, I want to make sure we're clear on this. If they're going to go look you up, is it, because I want to split, split hairs, is it a zero, two, or O, oh, two? Yeah, I saw so that you wrote zero two, but you know what? I'm a guy who understands things, and I know that people will do zero two. So I have zero two dot com. I also took that URL, <laughs> that website. So right, I do O two as well. That's great. <laughs> that that is really great, man. As always, boss, it's a blessing. Thank you so much. Before you disconnect, I want to let the viewers out there know that the amazing producer John Paz is coming on next with the Hannibal himself, Devin Hannibal Nicholson. We're going to talk a little bit more about what we've uh, discussed today. Boss, my man, thank you so much. You're very welcome, Rick. That was fun. It was good to see uh, Dallas again. That was, uh, he's a good guy. Always really in, uh, enjoy hanging out with him because, like you said, he's always positive, and I like people like that. Like my friends, you won't ever see a person who's down because they won't survive in our group. <laughs> Most of the time, actually, when they are, we're, we're we trying to wrap up, but I want to ask one more, one more small favor, if you wouldn't mind. Yeah. A friend logged on recently. His name is Brian Jack. And it's interesting. He's like the real-life Billy Jack or the real-life Rambo. This guy has been through the shit. He is living up in the woods. He had a major surgery today. And I know he wanted to watch this. And he just logged on saying, out of anesthesia, I'm on. I'm watching this. Right. Um, so this is Brian Jack. He's on right now. Uh, he wanted to say hello to you. If you can say hello to Brian Jack, that'd be awesome. Brian, man, now it's the, the recouping is coming. You just came out of surgery. Now it's uh, keeping your head straight. I always tell people, you know, now it's now it's time to live clean until you are your rehab. A lot of people, get, because they get bored at home, they start drinking. And then guess what? Once your liver starts working a lot, you know, it, it, it healing the body just goes on the second Instead of the number one priority becomes the second priority. So uh, if you live, live super clean and good food, you know, a lot of greens, you know, you recoup like a, a maniac. And that together, of course, with really relaxed workout, like a DDP yoga, actually, because that's it's not too invasive. I can do, I believe it can do wonders for you. Boss, thank you so much, man. Right on.
And keep guys watching. Who's? And we are wrapping up with Dallas Page and Boss Rutten. And uh, I always wonder if technology works. So I am hoping that uh, the creator and host of the amazing two-man power trip podcast empire, John Paz, is with us. John, are you there? He is. I am here. Yes, I am here. Right. Nice. I love when things work. Never ceases to amaze me. And how about uh, the Hannibal himself from the Hannibal TV, Devin Nicholson? Do you know Devin is with us? Not yet. We're waiting. We sent him the link. We're just waiting for him. I know he was recording a UFO, UFO show, believe it or not. Um, okay. Okay. I think his guest was Nick Hope. So just waiting for... Uh, any, uh, any any quick thoughts? or uh, First of all, how are you doing, man? What What's going on with you? Are you going to be doing uh, DDP yoga? And trying the O2 trainer. What do you think? Uh, if Boss could send it to me, because apparently it's sold out. So if Boss can get me one, I'll definitely, ah. I'll definitely do it. Uh, DDP Yoga, I actually have it, so I, I do want to do it. So I got to, I just got to mentally get in that space yeah. and yeah. do it. Um, I know I got a ton of DDP shirts I could wear, you know, to do it. So, uh, <laughs> well, I'm a longtime DDP supporter for sure. I, I don't have any DDP shirts. Um, I do have the the yoga app. And you know, I, I get what you're saying because I did it, as I said, on and off, and I stopped doing it, and something switched mentally, and I went back to it about six months ago, and man, am I glad I went back to it. So, JP, I encourage you to get started, man. You will, well, if you shouldn't thank me, you thank Paige and everybody else for sure, but get started, man. Yeah, it seems like it's working uh, for a lot of people. I know, obviously, Arthur and, and a ton of other people have sung its praises. So, And I know it works because uh, Jericho was singing its praises, AJ Styles, a bunch of the wrestlers. Uh, Dustin Rhodes swears by it. So I know it works. It's just uh, I got to start getting in shape. Well, you, you know, it's funny. I, you know, as you know, I live isolated up here on Maui. I barely leave my house because I'm with my dogs and I'm fine with that. I don't feel the need to do much more. Um and doing DDP yoga and push-ups and 10-pound dumbbells and this thing, man, I, you know, I'm 59 now. I'm not quite ready for the, um, and I wanted to say this to Paige, but I, I missed the opportunity. I'm not quite ready for the, um, the Blue Plate uh, Senior Special at Denny's yet, like Paige is. Um, yep. but, man, but I'll tell you, the, doing DDP yoga, doing this, and just basic calisthenics, at 59, man, I, I feel great. I don't think I've been in better shape before. So you can amazing. do it at home, John. It's amazing stuff. It's great stuff. And I love that that O2 thing. I got to check that out. That seems like it's a uh, a godsend. It's the real deal. No, no, no doubt about it. It's the real deal. Um, I'm sure... Uh, how are we going to know when uh, when Hannibal is on? Will he just pop on? I'll, yeah, I'll see him pop on. Yep. Okay. Okay, cool, cool. So, you know... Speaking of, of inspiration, I'm curious, you know, what what you took away from the show today. You know, not, you know personally, I, I know you're a very positive guy, in, in, you know, typically and in general. Um, but from I know you're out there traveling a lot for your work. So what what did you take away from the show today that you think might be helpful to somebody who's uh, in a bad spot? 
man, their positive energy is just like infectious. Both of those guys are just so positive that even if you're in a bad spot, man, like just think of the way they think and just, you know, everyone gets knocked down. You don't think that, but everybody gets knocked down. So if you think the way they're thinking, that positive thinking, just kind of climb your way back up and almost have to just have to be mentally tough and maybe a little physically tough too, but really mentally tough and just straighten yourself out and, and realize that, you know, everyone gets knocked down just about getting back up and how quick you want to get back up. Yeah. No, thank, thank you for that. I appreciate that. And, you know, you know, what, one thing that I keeps coming back to me and it was like a big takeaway from um, Sean O'Hare stories, Al, Alberto, maybe, I'm not sure if we'll get there this Time, but I love Sean and, and it's possible. Um, one thing I took away from that, and thanks for asking Alberto, I do appreciate that very much. The takeaway for me, John, was they talked about helping other people. And, you know, you and I have only known each other for, I think, a year now. Um, yep. God, it seems longer sometimes. I don't mean that. I mean that only in a good way. Um, you know, if you knew me four years ago, John, I, I was, you know, tick off the boxes real quickly. I was, physically broken after four back surgeries and double kidney failure that put me on dialysis and two strokes. Oh, oh and life-threatening infections, MRSA, staph. I was given a two-month survival prognosis. I was physically done. And I got so depressed that on top of being broken, I went into severe depression. I was badly addicted to narcotic pain pillars. And to put the cherry on top, because I was such a fuck up, I was homeless. I was on the streets. And I, I say this, you know, and this is certainly not about um, creating sympathy. I don't care about that. It's also, believe it or not, not about putting myself over, but it's about illustrating a point. And, and it's this from physically broken and depressed and addicted and homeless. It's four years later now. And I'm on Maui in this beautiful home, surrounded by my pit bulls, getting to talk to you and Boss Rutan and Dallas Page on my own podcast. So anything is possible. Anything is possible. And if, if I had a tribute getting there or here or wherever it is I'm going to anything, it's just about trying to do right by other people. So, you know, with all those things, again, I'm not going to go through the list again. All, all, the, all the things I had working against me, if I could reach out to anybody and help or just be nice, because, you know, you, you don't do charity if that's too strong a word, but you don't do that without it making you feel like you've done something good for yourself as well. You're not motivated so uh, not motivated um, selfishly by it, but it does help you when you do for others. So anybody out there, if you, even if you feel you have nothing, find a way that you can go out there and do something for somebody else. I believe that's your road back. I really do. And I, and I, I know I heard that from Dallas today. I heard that from boss and I just wanted to articulate that again here. Yeah, absolutely. And when you had Greg Champion a few weeks ago, you guys were talking about that too. Very, very poignant stuff. Very good stuff. If uh, people want to go back and listen to the archives, that was a great, uh, you know, great kind of learning lesson for both of you guys on that that episode as well. Yeah, Greg, thank you for bringing it up. Greg Champion, who is the uh, creator and and co director of Startup Recovery, you know, very cutting edge in that space. And uh, I wanted to jump on what you just said, John, for this reason. During the podcast, we spoke about this young lady who reached out to have her pit bulls placed. Now, this is the one living in her car, and it's, she is physically broken like I was all those years ago. And she has, in my view at least, such an admirable attitude that you just want to help her. 
Now, she was not an addict, but I reached out to Greg Champion on her behalf, and Greg Champion is helping her with her living situation. And that's just an amazing thing. It's really cool. That's awesome. Look at that. Yep. All thanks to you and, and really Greg. It's awesome to, to be able to do that. And, and thank you. And you know what? And it, and it came really more than anything from her because she recognizes she still has life to live despite the fact that she's in her car and lost her two dogs and cannot walk. She recognizes that she has potential and it just makes you, it makes you want to help, you know, that's all. Yeah, absolutely. Very cool. Very cool stuff. Devin said he was hopping on, but he is nowhere to be found just okay. to uh, fill you in. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sure we'll get him. So we had boss Rutten and Dallas page on together today. That was pretty cool. Um, you know, I think we've talked a little bit about comic books before. You're a Marvel fan, right? A little both. I like oh. a little bit of both. So when you say both, you mean Marvel and DC, right? DC, yep. Yeah. I, I was um, always more a DC fan, which I know is a little bit in the minority, but whatever. And my favorite DC title was The Brave and the Bold. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yep. So I always Those superhero team-ups. I always wanted to see who they were going to team up. And he, like you know, metamorpho with the metal men. Most people are probably like, what are you talking about? But I, I love stuff like that. So anybody out there still watching, give us ideas for pro wrestling and MMA superhero team-ups. Who, who should we try for next, John? What would be cool? Ooh, there's so many good ones out there. You had mentioned one to me the other day, and I'm trying to remember who it was. Damn, I'm trying to remember. It's like uh, Rampage and somebody. Quentin Rampage Jackson and somebody. I can't remember who uh, who it was. But I love Boss and DDP. That's a good one. That was very complimentary. Yeah. I, I have this notion that for some reason that Scott Steiner and Mark Coleman would be an yes. awesome team up. I don't know why. Yes. But yep. not. If, if the hammer, what's Scott Steiner's nickname? I'm so bad at that. Big Papa Pump. The Freakzilla. Big Papa Pump. If, oh, Big Papa Pump. So hammer a big pop of pump. If you guys are listening, please come on the show together. That would be amazing. And I see the Hannibal has popped up on our screen. Hey, man, how are you? I have. I'm all right. I got to figure out uh, what the stream yard issue was. I but don't hear him. John, do you hear him? Yeah, I can hear him. Okay. Oh. Good uh, good job on your uh, on your interview there with DDP and Boss Rutin. I enjoyed it. And uh, I'm looking forward to getting it on the Hannibal TV. I know there was a streaming issue, but it looked like there was a good amount of people watching on the other platforms. So that was nice to see. Yeah, a lot of people were watching on uh, DDP's. A ton were watching on DDP's platform. So that was uh, very good. Don't know the uh, you know with some of these stream keys sometimes. I don't know if they expire or or what's going on. But uh, sometimes the stream key is, is a little off. But at least they made it to DDP's platform and in all of our platforms pretty much. Uh, Talking tough and two man power trip and and Rick's platform as well. Oh, good, good. Um, yeah, I'm glad to hear that. You know, one opportunity I missed. If we had a lot of Dallas Page and Boss Rutten fans on, and hopefully they're still there, is Everybody, if you don't mind me putting my stuff over for a second and John's stuff and, and Hannibal's stuff, please log on to our platforms also. I'm at youtube.com forward slash Rick Bassman. And then uh, the website is talking-tough.com. And on the YouTube, again, youtube.com forward slash Rick Bassman, please subscribe. We're, uh, we're looking to up our level here. Um, 
John, anything uh, Hannibal is saying, I'm not getting his audio for some reason. So we we may have to uh, relay questions yeah. yep. Or, yep. Or, or, or comments. Um, I'd love to know, uh, Devin, did you hear the show today? Yes. You did? Okay, good. Yeah. I see you nodding. All right. Um, <laughs> any uh, any takeaways from, uh, yeah, any takeaways in general? What comments about uh, what you saw today? Well, I've been doing the DDP yoga myself since he appeared on my show. So I was interested to hear all of his stories on that and about Rick doing it. And of course, I'm a huge Boss Rootin fan. So hearing him talk about Here Comes the Boom and giving advice to the construction worker there and so forth was very interesting. So I'm glad you had those guys on and it was an interesting mix. So I'm looking forward to future shows where you do John, that. anything you can paraphrase for me there? He loves the the mix, the combination that you threw together of, of DDP and Boss. He's a big, obviously, big MMA fan, loves Boss. But after, you know, you kind of set him up with DDP, and DDP was on Hannibal TV, he started DDP Yoga. So he's, he's oh. loving DDP Yoga as well. All right. So, Hannibal, you're doing DDP Yoga now? Yes, I am. How, how often? I've been trying to do it every day now for about the past two weeks. So I've done it. Uh, I've only missed a couple days, so almost daily. He's doing it almost daily for the last two weeks. It's a life changer, man. Anybody out there? So, so Hannibal, I think uh, you you and I need to do a, a handicap match team up on John Paws here and light <laughs> a fire under his ass to uh, get started since he has uh, access to the program. There you go, John. Did DDP say he's going to give and you access? Hannibal, the O2 trainer. You said you were going to try that as well. Boss's deal, right? Oh, I, yeah. I have to order that, but I really yeah, want to try good, that. Good. Um, oh, people watching from Dallas Pages, Facebook, watching from uh, from Boss's Facebook, or from mine, please check out youtube.com forward slash the Hannibal TV. That's H A N N I B A L. I know, John, you have the crawl running across the bottom of the screen. Uh, it's an, um, probably, in my opinion at least, the the best YouTube show out there in the pro wrestling and mixed martial arts world. At worlds. And then the best collection of podcasts out there, again, in my humble opinion, are the two-man power trip. Uh, John, where do people check your shows out? Go to uh, my Twitter or my Instagram at Two Man Power Trip. Check out the website tmptempire.com. It'll give you all the information of where we are. But really, just pay attention to me social media. I'll, I post the links all the time, so you'll be able to find me there. Right on. Cool. Cool. Are there any? Um, it is TMPT Two Man Power Trip. Correct. Yes. Yes. TMPT Empire. And uh, do we have the crawl on that as well? You got the Hannibal TV on YouTube, and uh, put up Power Trip if you if you would. There we go. And there's also there, uh, uh, John Paz videos on my channel as well, John. If you mention that. And Hannibal was saying also I got a bunch of stuff on Hannibal TV as well, so I got a bunch of videos on his uh, YouTube channel as well. And he's been yeah tremendously helpful to, to me in talking tough also. So big thanks to uh, to Hannibal for that. Uh, so, God, I, I didn't tell you about the new thing that I'm going to bug you guys with. And it's uh, it's another 
service thing or or sub brand for talking tough you know we're trying to find our way and you guys have both been so hugely helpful to me and i I can never express my appreciation enough um so in terms of service and again it's going to sound like shameless self-promotion slash putting myself over but it's something i'm very passionate about and i wanted to mention it because i don't think i've told either one of you guys yet and certainly not in anybody in our audience but for about half a year now, I've been posting every Saturday in these various cancer survivor uh, Facebook platforms. Have, have I mentioned that to you guys before? Mm-hmm. I have. Okay, I wasn't sure if I had or not. And it, it's really, it's very, very gratifying. You know, as, as you guys, I know you know my personal story. I had, uh, you know, stage four lung and testicular cancer from ages 16 to 19. I had a very short-term survival prognosis, and it was flipping brutal that was my first big medical challenge the one with the lot you know the back stuff and all that was the last one um so i go i post every saturday and i post really positive or in, in my mind inspirational and, and hopeful messages and i answer every single response and comment i get and like from this past saturday it was just over 800 and it's like it's a really amazing thing to do and so guys my, my thoughts were this you know, we try different things. This is probably a private conversation, but what the hell? Why not? Um, we try different things on Talking Tough. You know, one was uh, doing the stories we call the ring in the cage, which I love doing. Talking about, you know, really specific pro wrestling or MMA stories. But I'm thinking it might be cool to do a semi-regular one-hour deal with um, somebody who is in the midst of a battle with cancer battle for their lives that doesn't mind talking about it and sharing it and seeing if we can impart some uh, hope and uh, motivation and, and support in the process. How does that vibe with you? Yeah. Would be very nice to do if they're up for it, of course. Oh God. Yeah. I mean, otherwise it's an invasion of privacy. Yeah. That have to be somebody that really understands what's going on and, and yep. what the whole purpose of it is naturally. Yes. I just wanted to, uh, to mention that here, are there, um, Great are there idea. any other comments or questions you guys saw that we may want to address? I don't have access to them, so I I didn't notice any. I think it went over pretty well. Yeah, I don't think there was any other ones that we, that we missed uh, that I remember off the top i'm kind of scrolling through quickly i don't think there's any ones that we missed as far as any questions minus the sean o'hare question for you yeah i'm looking at a lot of the comments and questions right now and there's yeah. a bunch of, but i feel like i don't have my glasses on and i don't want to put them on um so if anything stood out that uh, you guys thought we should address but that that's all right that's all right um uh, well i can't hear i can't hear Devin again so it's a little awkward <laughs> so goodbye everybody right here yes hello <laughs> Hello, I can see you. Always good to see you. Um, John, Devin, you guys want to give a wrap up or you want to take this home? Sure. Devin, you can go. Yeah, thanks for the brief appearance. Uh, this will also be on my YouTube.com slash the Hannibal TV channel. There's plenty of Rick Bassman videos on there, plenty of John interviews on there. And I would suggest you subscribe to Rick's channel. And the two-man power trip empire because they both have great content. And if anyone has any messages for me, 
I'm at Twitter at Devin Hannibal. So thanks again and good luck on the next one. Thank you to Hannibal and Rick. Uh, thank you uh, for having me on. Appreciate it. It's been awesome. Got the chance to be with DDP and boss two absolute legends, uh, two of the all time best. So awesome stuff. And just thank you uh, again. Appreciate it. And check me out uh, at two man power trip on Twitter and Instagram. Cool. Thank you. And John, before you cut the screen, I wanted to say, um, you know, a big thank you and a big shout out to our other producer who's working behind the scenes today, Rachel Sartoris. Rachel, thank you so much. To my longtime good friends, Boss Rutten and Dallas Page. So great you guys came on. Um, much appreciated. Uh, the Hannibal TV, the best pro wrestling and MMA show on YouTube. Check it out. And the Two Man Power Trip, the best pro wrestling and MMA podcast there is. Check that out, too. Uh, everybody out there watching Talking Tough, thank you for your continued support. Uh, YouTube.com forward slash Rick Bassman. It's right here. We're looking for all the subscribers we can get. Thank you. And uh, remember this, please. No matter what is happening, there is always chance and always hope for a better day. Rick Bassman for Talking Tough, live from Maui. Have an awesome night, everybody. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, now go out and get what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. You're better than that.